And your wife is more important than any other person in any business meeting. Once the Rav had a lesson and he was about to leave home. When a lecture that he gives every night, he's in a different city in Israel giving a different lecture. His wife said to him, You're not going to listen. He took off his coat, he took off his hat. Okay, and the woman, she's the moon. She has no light. That's like mouth. Because of her sphere, it's very easy for a woman to pray. Very easy. It comes natural. And the Arizal teaches us that the woman is the mirror of the husband. It means that what you see in your wife, you're looking at yourself. Uh, so if you look in the mirror and you see that your shirt is not buttoned straight, so you straighten out the buttons in the mirror, you straighten out the buttons on yourself. So the Rav teaches us that a foundational point in Shalomite, it has to know that his wife is a mirror, what he sees in her, that's him. Uh, it says clearly that Chida's father, Rabbi Avraham Ozulai, he writes this explicitly, that uh, the wife is the mirror of the husband. Okay, so what, what what comes out of this is the most important thing in Shalom Bayit is not to make a single comment to your wife. Uh, Welcome to the Breast of Israel podcast. We are at the climax 
of the Muna tour, Muna is our future tour in Cleveland, and we are not going to post any audio for the shear that were for men, because the Rav himself asked that this is a shear that is pretty much in his eyes forbidden for women to listen to. It's not going to help the um, family harmony. I will quote one of the reasons why his personal wife has been allowed, his Rebison, his Rabbani, why she's been allowed to read the book Garden of Peace, even though he doesn't want other wives or women reading that book other than the woman's wisdom version. And the reason why he says is because he's doing everything in the book. So he's at a point where all the things that are written in his safe for the Garden of Peace, Ravorish is keeping to. Um, but we're not going to post this year because um, he does he doesn't want women to listen to the ideas or read the ideas and they will have their own separate shir on Shabbat in Cleveland and we're also going to be doing a nice one of Malcolm Oates Shabbat and we also have then the Climax shir which we hopefully will get the audio from or at least some of it as we're doing gradually throughout the tour. We want to thank everyone again for your partnership and sponsorship and involvement and sharing. All the events have been very well attended and been a success. The rabbit's very happy and also we're once again, very much excited to offer people the swarm. You're welcome to come to the website or to any of the events and all the different locations where we have the swarm and the stores. It will be a pleasure to get the Amuna is our future message out to the world. And we want to thank again Shemis uh, the opportunity to make all the different flights so we could be in all the different locations to make all the showroom of all the kind of people that could really come together to be a beautiful tour and we're happy to have been part of this together please let us know any feedback or any opportunities how to improve innovative equipment and improvement in all different ways and we'll get the audios even more clear and we're looking forward to build together uh, Muna is our future tours from England, South Africa to the United States again and we have a bunch of other ideas as well please be in contact and in touch with us and it's easy to find me just look on the links below or the email ellie.goldsmith at breastlev.co.il or go to the website breastlev.co.il press on the banner for Moon is Our Future Tour and there you have all the information wishing everyone a beautiful end of week an end of tour and a beautiful Shabbat good Shabbos and we're looking forward to hear from everybody in the new week with the climax year of the Muna is our future tour. Therefore the Creator placed man in this world for the, in complete concealment with obstacles, more obstacles, difficulties, complete problems in his body, <laughs> desires, etc. from feeling the pleasure of Hashem. Why did He create all these obstacles? So I would be able to earn the darkness. When, I'm, when a person's overweight, and all of a sudden he goes on a diet, and he loses 30, 40 pounds, he feels like a million dollars. Why? Because he earned it. If he just gets a lap band surgery, you fix the wrong organ. The problem is in the brain. It's not in the stomach. He didn't earn it. He didn't earn it. In addition, He created man with a powerful evil inclination that incites him, entices him every day and night, and misleads him with every sort of delusion and temptation in order to distance himself from the purpose. The Yetzirah is there to distance me from where I need to go in my life. That's his main job. What do I, so that's why numbing, not approaching life, it's such a, it's such a problem. 
Forget if something is legal or not legal. It's not, it's not allowing me to transform the pain. I'm not recycling the pain. I'm just putting another, a band-aid on the pain. That means the real reward that I'm going to get is through recycling pain, not through putting a band-aid on pain. Hashem gave the evil inclination the power to overcome a person and rule over him. Hashem did all this so that everything that's good in the world that's going to eventually last will be the result of absolute free will and its toil and effort. And he will truly deserve to receive the reward. So everything, this is what Rav Nachman says, everything in this world, from the dust to the sun, exists for the sake of free will. Everything is a free will. Everything's a test. Everything you see is a test. Your whole day is a series of tests. You're either going plus one or minus one. At the end of the day, what's your score? Did I pass this test? Did I not pass this test? Once Rabbi Nachman says, everything that you see into the world is for the sake of free will and for the sake of testing you. Now, one time I was at the gym and all of a sudden, a huge, this is a test, this is a test, this is only a test, don't leave. That little line, that little, that alarm has to go in your head. When you're in a difficult situation, you need to say, this is a test, this is a test, this is only a test. That's the little voice that should be saying, not, I can't take it, I'm done, I don't understand, ba 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 That's going to, it's going to, what it's going to do, it's going to be, tam tam you live. But I have to go through the effort. That means there's a price for success. How do you like that one? You want success? You got to pay the price. You want tranquility in your life? You have to pay the price. Everything has a price. A person cannot just have tranquility without having a munah, prayer, getting rid of the baggage from his life, <coughs> questioning his emotions, questioning other people's emotions. All of these things require a tremendous amount of effort. If you want tranquility, don't think you're going to sit in, in a little hammock in, 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 in Cancun and think that's the way your tranquility is going to be. You must be aware that, that God's individual province oversees every individual to assure him that he will have free will. <coughs> At every moment, at every details of a person's life, he is placed in precise conditions that will enable him to win. These conditions that are coming. So remember, it's my decisions, not my conditions, that are going to decide what I, what, how I win or not. Not the condition. Don't tell me, oh, I have this situation. What am I deciding? What's my, what's my decision? Everything that he has lived through from this moment to exact state of health, his children, to every sob, every smile, whether you're smiling at a situation, whether you're crying at a situation, whether you're standing up or you're sitting down, it's all for the sake of free will. The situation of everybody's around him and every encouragement is given to him. Just like a person. That's why it's very good for a person to exercise. Because your brain, when you work out, is going to tell you, you've had enough. It's going to tell you, you've had enough. You're done. You're too tired. And if somehow you can get 10 more minutes out of that workout, when you walk out of the gym, you're going to feel like a different person. And then you're going to remember that experience in your life. And then you're going to say, wow, I had 10 more minutes in the gym. Maybe I have 10 more minutes at work. Maybe I have 10 more minutes in my show. I had that extra effort. I know I'm not down and out. But if you tell yourself, oh, I'm tired, I'm done, you're done. So that's why most diets don't work when they go on these little things. Because there's no work. If it's not effort, 
If it's not effort that the person is putting in, if the person doesn't have the determination, he doesn't get what he wants. And he says here, I have taken to chosen, look what he says here. He says, as a result of cho- choosing freely, not only will the person receive reward and complete delight in the world to come, and even while he's in this world, he's going to get the true delight when your person passes the test, right? And he says, because everybody can attain this goal, everybody's life can be truly delight, and precisely just the world as he accommodates it. And as Elijah the prophet testifies, I bring witness heaven and earth, that it does not matter whether one is Jewish or non-Jewish, man or woman, a male servant or a female servant, that godly spirit rests upon a person and according to the deeds he performs. Just as a person can attain perfect delight specifically because he exercises free will, so that the Creator completely gives him delights only to, the, to the, what he cho- chooses. Per, like I said, the minute you say, you know what, I'm done with this story traumatizing my life. I'm going to move on. You just made one new decision. I'm not going to be a victim anymore. You just made one more decision. Because remember, our job is to overcome evil, to turn evil, to elevate evil. Is evil going to happen? Yes. The more you understand it, you're not going to be able to. You need to transform it. Therefore, when a person is in great darkness and great evil confronts him, when he chooses the desire of the Creator and he gives the light to the Creator, specifically at the test that he goes through. And how do we know this? We know what the Zohar teaches, that Yitro, the chief priest, when he says, now I know Hashem is great, he served all the idols in the world, Buddhists, Mormons, he did everything. And then he says, now I know Hashem is great. He was in the biggest darkness. And that brought the biggest glory. So even when a person is in the biggest darkness of his life, and he says all of a sudden, you know what? Now I know Hashem is great. All of a sudden, there's a huge, 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 huge splash in heaven that says, you overcame evil. And that's an unbelievable feeling. And all of a sudden, what happens when you overcome one test? You're going to start, oh, next thing you're going to go, you're going to have strength for another test. And that's how momentum happens. And this is because the name of the Holy One, blesses be, is sanctified when the other side is shattered and subjugates itself to holiness. In accordance with this, Rab Nachman says that the principle of the greatness of the Holy One is when even the non-Jews will get to know who, who, who runs the world. That's his, the greatest thing is when a person has, makes a Kiddush Hashem. The greatest thing when a person says, you know what? I want people to look, look up to me, not to, look, not to feel sorry for me. When a person has a struggle in his life, oh, I'm so sorry it happened to you, I'm so sorry. No, look at this guy. He went through this, he went through this, and he overcame it. I'm looking up to him. What am I showing? He's showing God's glory. He showed, I, took, I took the clip out of there. So may Hashem help us. We should have the strength. We, we have to understand that every minute is a test. And if I know this, I'm present in today. If God forbid I lose my imuna, I'm living in the past. And you, you, the minute a person says, I'm done with this, I'm done with the past, I'm going to move on. Then he's making, he's shattering the evil in his life. All right? May Hashem help us, give us the strength to do what we need to do. Amen. Amen.